0: That sounds like someone recorded that on their uh, cassette tape player. It's the same one we always use. I have no idea why it sounds different. Ladies and gentlemen, terrorism update time with Dabam Mubin Sheikh. He's an ex-Muslim extremist, turned undercover intelligence operative. He's the author of Undercover Jihadi. You want to join us right now as Dabam gives us the truth about the latest acts of terrorism in this crazy world of ours. Dude, what's going on, man?
1: What's going on? I uh, I I can't imagine that song was made without "bomb Iran." Who says Uh, that? I just can't unhear it, man. All I hear is "bomb Iran."
0: Yes, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if those are actually the words. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Not the words. They're not the words. But I mean,
0: that's that's all I hear. Hey, um, so listen. I think the first word that needs to come out in this conversation is Syria seriously (laughs) really that's all he's just gonna leave me hanging with a ha 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 ha." dude what is like why okay as an awkward ignorant outside white middle-aged north american uh, male would it be so bad if it just disappeared the whole country would that be bad
1: um, yeah, I mean, we, we we like to tell ourselves that never again, uh, but never again has unfortunately turned into again and again. Yeah. And uh, I think, look, there is, a, there is a theory that we ascribe to. We want governments, uh, you know, to, to, to take care of their people, or we want governments to responsibly intervene when, you know, the greater cause calls for it. But unfortunately, the reality on the ground is much messier, right? And it seems that every time the West involves itself in something, it just makes it worse. So it's almost like a damned-if-you-do, damned-if-you-don't scenario. And Syria is now just, you know, the worst crisis imaginable. It's important, again, for the whole apocalyptic thing that I keep bringing into this. Uh, you know, we, we do believe that, you know, these great battles going to take place in Syria uh at least according to the Muslim uh eschatological literature that's end time prophecies stuff uh the Christ Jesus, son of Mary, peace be on them both, is supposed to return to a place called the White Minaret, uh that is a, a um an area just in Damascus. There's a, a church nearby actually where they are literally awaiting the return of Jesus Christ. So Syria has uh, importance in that apocalyptic, eschatological realm for both Muslims and Christians, uh, at least on the humanitarian side. Uh, This is why we're dealing with refugees. This is why all these countries are dealing with refugees, is because they've all been displaced and sent out from Syria and basically weaponized by the Russians, the Iranians, and the Syrians uh, onto Europe. And it's, it's dividing European culture, it's bringing out, uh, you know, a Christian identity, right? So then I know we're going to talk about fake Christians later, but you're seeing, <laughs> you know, two categories of people, man. I mean, pro-refugees, like Jesus Christ, and completely anti-refugee, just no sympathy for others and their suffering at all. And And I don't know how Christian that is, but... I'll, I'll leave you to explain that. So that's where we're at with
0: yeah. Syria. Well, I just, I mean, you gotta, you just gotta feel for the, for the Syrians. You gotta feel for the Syrians. Tim, what, what's aching inside of you over there? What, Mr. Um, Mr. I was liberal? Just, yeah, well, no, it's not a liberal question. It's more of, a, I remember uh, Mumbi mentioned that the West keeps interfering and it makes it worse and worse. Are we considering Russia part of the West or are they a different part of the problem?
1: Very good question. I mean, it really comes down to the tactics, right? I mean, the U.S. occupies militarily an area. I mean, this is what they did in all the places they went. Russians generally didn't do that. I mean, in, in 79, yeah, they went into Afghanistan, and then, you know, we saw what that did. But generally, their tactic was always to uh, back a dictator. Uh, and, and you know, Bashar al-Assad bin, uh, and his father before him have been client states of Russia for decades and decades. So that's how Russia does it. Uh, they they kind of you know put their dictator in, and, and they don't need to military militarily occupy. Unfortunately for them, what happened in Syria is that because their interests were threatened, uh, their their naval base and air force base that they use as a springboard into the Mediterranean, um, you know they had to go into Syria because they felt the Americans were wielding the, these rebel groups. And we're pushing back against and undermining Russian interests that had already been there for for so many decades. So, uh, you know, really what you're dealing with right now is it really is a proxy war between uh, the U.S. and Russia and sub-proxy between Iran on Russia's side and Saudi Arabia on the U.S. side. And Saudi Arabia and Iran themselves are are going at it. Uh, You know, the Iranians being Shia, the Iranians feeling that they're better Muslims because, you know, they have a, a rich Persian culture, whereas these desert Arabs, they got nothing. You know, so, um, and now you see, uh, I think we discussed this last time as well, but overtures between Saudi Arabia and Israel. So there's this growing nexus of the West, quote-unquote, being defined as the U.S. Uh, and Saudi. And uh, you're right, they're not really looking at the Russians as, the West, in that sense. But Russia certainly sees itself as Christian. I mean, I think that's a side that's underplayed in all of this. It is the Orthodox Christian Church, which historically for centuries has always been odds with the Western Church. So so there's there's also that angle.
0: Live on the Drew Marshall show with Mubeen Sheikh. Uh, Mubeen is an undercover, well, former uh, undercover dude. Wow, I really slaughtered your intro. Ex Muslim extremist turned undercover intelligence operative, yada, yada, yada. Basically, you slaughtered uh, it. it. You, you beheaded it, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> ah, terrible. Um, the, the the reason that Mubin's on the show regularly is because he is able to succinctly take the nonsense that is terrorism, this world of terrorism, all the stuff that's going on in all the different countries, and bring it uh, to us in sort of a bite-sized, palatable, understandable way. In other words, he dumbs all this stuff down for meatheads like Tim and I. Yeah, that's good. So let's talk about the far-right fake Christians and, and uh, the worshipping of Bang Bang. Where are you, going? Uh, Where are you uh, going with all this stuff, man? What is going um, on?
1: Yeah, it's uh, well. So this was a church over the uh, over the weekend. I think they had a blessing ceremony for uh, the AR-15. You know, it's a fringe group, right? I mean, it's it's a fringe group, but the the whole idea of you know gun worship in a church, and I call them fake Christians because look, I, I'm not necessarily an anti-gun guy. I'm not. I mean, I am fairly proficient in the use of firearms, but. You know, what, what we're seeing now with active shooters and teenage shooters, and uh, it's, it just seems like it's, it's kind of going out of control. And you had uh, the NRA guy, uh, Wayne LaPierre, you know, talking linking really Christianity with this, you know, gun-hungry, gun-heavy um, approach. And, you know, it's, uh, there's also an overlap and intersect with white supremacists you know, who uh, who have this twisted form of white supremacist Christianity, man, where they feel that, look, Christianity is, is the greatest religion, and it is, you know, what God wills for the people, ideally. And this is fair for a member of any religion to believe. That's what, that's what we all believe. Everyone says, no, mine is the right way. No, mine is the right way. Um, so, you know, ultimately, uh, me personally, I believe, I mean, only God can really decide who, you know, who passes. I mean, we might think, we might see people in our lives thinking that, oh, they're heathens, or they're infidels, or they're whatever, but you know what? They're doing something in secret that God loves so much uh, that uh, God accepts them. I mean, I heard this on your intro, right? You're all about preaching that gospel of love, so these fake Christians are completely on the other side.
0: Well, let's talk about, uh, we're, we're actually, we've reached out to uh, the gang at the Unification Church in Philadelphia that has asked people to bring in their AR-15 rifles for blessing. Time of mm, blessing, nice. and of course that's the that's the Mooney gang and the son of of, of Big Mooney, Little Mooney. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, the, he's he's running the ship there. And um, I, you know, you
1: did you hear about that, Mubin? Oh yes, uh, they had crowns uh, was made of bullets.
0: Crown him with
1: many Yeah, that's crown. a wrong
0: kind of crown. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and don't sing again, please. Okay. Um, okay, uh, Mubin. Let me just sort of wrap this all up by by. Obviously, we just I just want to talk a little bit more. Just a little bit. We don't have a lot of time. ISIS. Um, as far as ISIS evangelizing and and spreading the good word, so to speak, where are they showing up these days? That is actually a surprise. Anywhere.
1: It it's nowhere, nowhere is a surprise. I mean, we know that uh, them being beaten down, you know, they established their caliphate uh, mid-2014. Uh, they had a good run for three years straight, right to 2017. There have been a number of attacks, at least a 1,000-plus dead uh, every year from those attacks. But it's it's waning. It's, it's going down. It's like clay. When you smash a ball of clay, the clay flattens out and spreads. So they're moving on to areas nearby, Libya. They tried to hijack city Marawi in the Philippines. You know, there's been a lot of jihadist activity down there in Southeast Asia anyway, but they're seeing a resurgence down there. They're seeing a resurgence in Western Africa. Uh, many, many, um, I mean, it's really popping up in Africa. You will maybe see, again, I've been mentioning this a lot, uh, small teams, coordinated attacks uh, that are still coming in Europe. I mean, it's only a matter of time, but thankfully... Uh, Just like the the former uh, counterterrorism official in the U.K. said, they had 12 jihadist plots foiled in one year, four far-right plots foiled in the same year. So uh, not for lack of trying, uh, but they're still at it. And um, you know, it's just
0: a matter of time. Unfortunately, Mubina, dude, I'm serious, man. You know, I love having you on the show, and I really appreciate you sharing with us what you know in a way that is is uh, understandable. Uh, I know that we always kind of make fun of that, but that's that's really why you're the hot tamale out there. That's why all the big news stations go to you too. When was the last time you did a you did a, a hit? I mean, uh, what
1: I was on the agenda a couple of weeks ago dealing with this whole ISIS returning issue. Yeah uh so you
0: know well um thank you for for lowering yourself to our standards
1: oh man it's absolutely my pleasure and uh as always godspeed and god bless
0: thanks mubin appreciate it dude